0: All right. All right. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Remarketing Podcast where we talk all things about business and real estate. I am your host, Carl Sotero uh, from the Otero Real Estate Group, where we buy and sell on terms. And today we are coming at you with another awesome video. We have the legendary Andy Teasley, who loves to invest in real estate and help others invest in their retirement. Okay. I went through his financial calculator course and it was a doozy, okay. So, <laughs> Andy, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. I don't have to be up at 5 a.m. on on uh, Mondays. It's one of my good days. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm so active in in uh, East Coast events that I'm I'm up often up at the ridiculous hours. So, it's nice to get able to sleep in a little bit after Sunday. So, yeah,
0: that's good to hear. Hard to, hear good to hear myself
1: described as a legend, I'm just a young pup in this industry. I've only been at it for 30 years. Young pup indeed,
0: with with the uh, with the veteran beard as well, right? Oh, that's that's my COVID protest. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> awesome, awesome. So that's Andy. what it
1: started out as, but I got used to not shaving. It's kind of nice not to think about dragging that razor across my face anymore. So
0: yeah, I was I was yeah. wondering how people with beards handle the um the whole mask thing. I was always you know wondering that, but.
1: it works just as well for us as it does for anybody else. You know. <laughs> awesome Awesome! awesome. It, it sails right past my nose and fogs my glasses exactly the <laughs> same as yours does glasses problems all right it so shows and, how effective those damn things are
0: exactly <laughs> okay so um why don't you tell our lovely watchers and guests a little bit about yourself and um
1: yeah just a little bit about yourself okay well i took my guru in about 1982 Um, and, and it was a very expensive class at the time, Mm -hmm. got a lot of basic real estate knowledge, which was good to have. Um, and good news is last I heard, she's back out of prison again. So that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, didn't do much with it, but bought a little stuff here and there and, Mm -hmm. and, and learned a a thorough disrespect for real estate agents. (laughs) So, um, I, uh, I bought some rental properties and and was very satisfied in 2005. I, I looked around me at what was happening in the California market. And I said, this is going to collapse. I said, there's no way that this is going to keep going. Mm -hmm. Their banks are lending. I just borrowed $200,000 with my ridiculously bad credit. (laughs) Um, and, and. There was no reason for them to give me that loan. and Of course, I've been paying on it for years and years and years and years now because I won't give up that cheap 6% loan. Mm. Anyway, I bailed out everything I owned that I wasn't willing to take through the dip. Lord knows I didn't expect the dip was going to be as bad as it was, but it was pretty healthy mm. uh, around me. Well, we'll get there anyway. So I switched <laughs> and I started buying land from people who didn't appreciate the land that they own. Mm -hmm. And I sold it with a reasonable down payment and a note with, you know, selling things on terms, Mm -hmm. um, because I really, really at at heart prefer paper. I mean, there's advantages to rentals and there's advantages to paper and they both have wonderful advantages. Paper is more work up here Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. less work with these things going out and dealing with tenants and toilets and, and all those other nasty parts of being a landlord. Mm. Um, so anyway, I, I did that. And then 2008 happened and the world collapsed financially. And, and when that happened, people who had made a promise to pay me uh, a you know, certain amount of money every month for, for many years had to make a choice of what bills weren't going to get paid. Mm. and the bill that most of them chose not to pay was mine you know you've got that piece of land that's in the path of progress that you sure is going to be worth something and now the 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 real estate market is completely collapsed or you're going to build that that cabin or that escape house or Mm -hmm. whatever it was you Mm -hmm. bought this this cheap land for um if you're not going to pay something it's not going to be the home mortgage it's going to be andy so i got back over 300 acres of Southern California wow. in, in two, 2008. Wow! Thankfully, oh, wow. I had uh, sold most of my. I had I had a certain amount of money available in nine and ten. Um, houses were free; they would sell you the lot under a house at a discount, and the house got thrown in for free. At least that was around me. Mm, wow. um, and of course, all of my relatives were telling me I was an idiot. Because everybody lost money in real estate. And I sat there and I and I explained it to my family. I said, I bought a four-bedroom, two-bath house in Southern California for $14,000. The lot under that house with the water meter and the gas and the sewer hookups was worth $25,000. Mm. I put another 20 into fixing the house up and rented it. And it never rented for less than $1,000 a month. I didn't understand how I could possibly go wrong with a $34,000 investment that kicks out a thousand bucks less expenses every month. Mm, mm, mm. So quite frankly, my relatives were all wrong. And and I've learned (laughs) over the years that when my relatives tell me I'm investing stupidly, it usually means I'm doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what are they saying now? What, what,
0: what are the, what would the oh, that. Uh, oh, okay. Absolutely so you're, nuts. So you're yeah. doing the right thing. basically.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing investments in with the self-directed IRAs that are making well, average last year of the three, I shepherd was 45%. Whoa. 45.
0: And I can't get Woo. my,
1: my relatives to get out of their money market, their, uh, their mutual funds and all these other silly little things they're in, in REITs and REITs and they just invest silly. And, and their answer always is the same thing. But, Andy, nobody can do what you do. And when you die, we won't be able to do that anymore. And, and it makes absolutely no sense because just because they can't do what I do because they're, they're too lazy to learn. Right. Doesn't mean they can't switch back to their stupid little non-earning investments <laughs> when I get run over <laughs> by that proverbial fuss. Right, right. But somehow my relatives don't understand that. Hopefully my students do because I, I enjoy sharing what I know with people.
0: So, so really quick, um, you spoke on something that I think pe- a lot of people don't know uh, what the self-directed IRA
1: is. Could you go into that a little bit? Sure. You know, some point in the, in the past, the government decided that people that, that they were tired of picking up all these uh, pension plans from defunct companies. Because people went to work in the old days, they, they were going to spend 40, 50 years working at the same desk for their entire career, and have a pension when they retired, and they were going to get a check from the company. And that was supposed to support them until they, you know, passed away, went mm-hmm. went to heaven.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the government realized that the companies kept passing away, not the people, and then the government ended up sending them checks substantially smaller than what they had been promised, but checks. And so because of that, my glasses are driving me nuts, because of that, <laughs> the, uh, they created the self-directed retirement account and in the 401k plan in the, in the hope and expectation that people would save for their own retirements and invest it in things that weren't proscribed. There were some things that you c- couldn't invest in in your, in your self-directed retirement plans you know, you couldn't buy collectibles and, and you couldn't lend money to family, even though sometimes you get really good returns on that if you ever get paid.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they created the, the the IRA and the 401k plan. And companies, instead of having a pension, now created a 401k plan. You You take a percentage of your money. If you're smart, you take 15% of your money and you put it into the company 401k plan. They match some. Mm -hmm. And they have that plan administered by some person. And and he collects a fee every time you buy another mutual fund in the plan. And that's a good thing because people that do that have the opportunity to set themselves up for a very comfortable retirement in spite of the fact that they have very limited Mm. investment options. At the same time, in, in that government plan was the opportunity to have real self-directed IRA accounts Mm -hmm. and an IRA account is something completely separate from your company. It's an account that you can put $6,000 currently. If you're under $57,000, if you're over, let me shut that up. It's sitting there vibrating. (laughs) Anyhow. So, so that's available to you. And, uh, and you can invest in anything. Now, the banks and, and certain self-directed quote-unquote retirement plans have set up the same kind of system where you can buy the silly mutual funds and, and only buy things that the person that runs that custodian mm-hmm. uh, gets a commission on. That's the only thing they should. I mean, the, the, whatever it is, whether it's Vanguard or all those different funds you can invest your IRA in, Um, You can only invest in those things where the guys get the commission. I mean, that's really the answer to how they choose which plans to Mm -hmm. let you into. Also created were companies that were absolutely completely self-directed retirement plans. Um, That's a retirement plan, an an IRA or a 401k plan where you can invest in anything that's legal. There's a very, very, what's that? Anything. Anything. Yeah. There's a very short list of things you can't invest in. Mm. You can't buy collectibles. You can't invest in collector in, in collector coins, with the exception of you can invest in United States coins as bullion. And you can invest in that. And, and if you make out because it, it has a higher value because it's a nicer coin when you sell it, then the government kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, ignores <laughs> that you can invest in in the life insurance policy that's called a viatical where you're these were really really popular when aids was a death sentence mm, okay okay and you were you were a gay person with no responsibilities and you had aids and you were not going to live another 2 years and you had this great life insurance policy for some reason <laughs> uh, possibly a whole life that that you that you right. had built up and because the guy sold it to you mm. and people would go out and they would buy those life insurance policies from those mm. people at a discount so oh, if wow. they've got a wow. million dollar life insurance policy that somebody's going to get a million dollars when they die mm. but they're unable to work and they'd kind of like to have some money to spend today. And a, an investor would come in and buy that policy for, say, $300,000 and continue to pay the premiums. And then when that person went to heaven a couple of years later, then the investor got the million bucks. Mm. And that's called the article And those aren't allowed in your self-directed retirement account. You also can't lend to a vertical relative. But I don't want to get too deep in the weeds. I would encourage you to find a good... IRA custodian that's truly self-directed. I like Udirectira.com for my West Coast friends. I like Advantaira.com for my East Coast friends. I have accounts in both of those companies. I will tell you that up front. I I work with several IRA companies in the the scope of my business. Because of that, I have certain negative opinions about some of them, which Mm -hmm. I will not share. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, and very positive opinions, which I'm happy to share about the ones that I use. Right. So, okay. So, I, and, so, so ahead. I know,
0: so I know you mentioned, um, earlier about notes, what, what, what are notes and can you use those as a retirement vehicle in your self-directed IRA? Like you're saying?
1: Oh, absolutely. So, so let's talk about a note on its most basic level. Mm-hmm. So let's say that you and I are sitting in a bar enjoying a a few adult beverages and and I reach in my wallet and I expect to pull out a $100 bill to pay my tab and I'm short.
2: Mm.
1: And and I say, Carlos, I I don't know where the heck I had a $100 bill, it's gone. I don't remember using it. Um, It's supposed to be folded in the back of my wallet to use to buy real estate with, but occasionally it gets used to buy adult beverages. And right now it's not there. I'm, I'm really embarrassed. I could, I borrow a hundred dollar bill or a hundred dollars. So I can settle my tab. And and Mm -hmm. Carlos says, sure, just write me an IOU. So I take out a piece of paper and I write, and I, Andy Teasley, Oh, Carlos, a hundred dollars. That's a note. It could be Carlos says, yeah, but I want some, I want some points and interest on that. So I owe Carlos, $100 plus two points and 10% interest until I pay him. That's Mm. also a note. It's slightly more complicated than the simple IOU, Mm. but not much. And people tend to overcomplicate things when the fact of the matter is that's a note. It's a promise to perform, to do something. I'm going Mm. to pay you this much. I'm going to pay you this much how. I'm going to pay you this much with this interest on top of it. At at this scheduled Mm. payment, I'm going to pay this much at this interest rate in regular payments until it's paid to zero. I mean, you can keep expanding the stuff in the note, but the note is a promise to pay a certain thing. It's a promise to do something. Mm. I could trade for that $100. I could say, Carlos, I know that you really, really like silver dollars. And I'm going to give you three silver dollars sometime in the next 60 days for that hundred-dollar note. Mm. So I didn't promise you money; I promised you something. Um, you could need a—I a, a, a want a credit for a handyman, and I go out and do handyman work to justify my solo Okay. So I could trade you that hundred-dollar bill for one and a half hours of my handyman services at your local Airbnb. Mm. That would also be a note. Notes don't always involve cash, but notes involve postponed rewards.
0: And and when you postpone, you have a somebody. I think I heard you. Want, I heard you say once that you have a right to a premium
1: because you're giving that person an extended uh, payment. Correct. You don't have a right, but you can certainly reasonably expect it. I mean, I'm not. You're not entitled to have a return. I mean, if if I lend a hundred dollars to my daughter, I don't expect to make interest on that. Quite frankly, the family rule is I expect her not ever to pay me back. (laughs) To use that money to to help the next generation. That's, That's what you lend family money for.
0: Right. Okay. Awesome. 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 So, so what what would you say are some underrated or indispensable tools to do some of this note investing and retirement?
1: Work. Okay. Number one.
0: Uh oh. Here it comes. Your
1: phone should look like that.
0: What, what are we looking at here? I see a bunch of numbers and IRs and like, what is this? Could you describe this it to is our watch?
1: 10D II financial calculator mimicking program that you put on your smartphone. It's available from inadaydevelopment.com. I presume Carlos will stick the link in the, for all these, these organizations in the show notes somewhere. Yes, I will. Um, in Inadaydevelopment.com, it's a rip-roaring $5.99. And speaking as a guy who breaks his cell phone about every other month, uh, it just keeps moving from cell phone to cell phone, so you don't have to keep buying it over and over and over again. Mm. Um, and it's an indispensable tool. Um, I, mm. I cannot thank Bill Tan enough because I spent the first 20-plus years of my investment career doing math like this. <laughs> I, I could figure out good enough right uh i i had memorized that that a a six percent 30 year note on hundred thousand dollars was going to cost me six six hundred dollars a month um mm. and if you remember some little things and I, and of course the seven the, the seven year rule
2: mm-hmm.
1: which is that if you can invest at 10 percent in 7.2 years you've doubled your money and vice versa. So if you only make 7.2% on your money, it'll take you 10 years to double. If you can remember those basic things, you can stumble through a successful investment career.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You can also find your way around the dark house with a single candlestick held in front of you, or you can get a an led flashlight that runs off your 18 volt Ryobi battery pack. And, and you can, not stumble through the house. You can run through the house because you can see exactly what's in front of you. That's the best analogy I know to, to talk about somebody that knows the rule of 72 and, and, a, and a handful of formulas memorized in their head, negotiating mm-hmm. on notes and somebody that actually knows how to use the tool.
0: Nice, 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 nice. So so you mentioned someone uh, named Bill Tan. Does he have a book? And I was going to ask you, what are three books you recommend? Three books you recommend to the audience and why?
1: Oh, three books. Mm-hmm. So, first book, I actually happen to have some here. They're, oh, they're nice. handy by me. <laughs> this book is How to Finance Real Estate Any Place, Anytime by James Misco. This mm-hmm. is a great formula book. It tells you lots of different ways to structure deals to acquire real estate. Um, it's to me, it's very inspirational. The Ugly Cover is actually one of the originals, uh, the the Vanity Press books, but it is being published now regularly and it's available on Amazon. I think it's like 20 bucks. It's certainly affordable. Nice. Um, Easy read. Three page chapters are great. Great. Really like that one. That is good. Um, This book, Jimmy Napier's Invest in Debt, which has the ugliest cover of any (laughs) investment book. It looks like the cat in the hat. (laughs) But I will tell you that that don't don't bother getting Jimmy's book until you learn how to use a financial calculator, because everybody raved about this book. And I and I bought it and mm. read it because I, I really loved Jimmy and, and I really loved the way he he taught and, and the things he's, he spoke about. But if you don't know how to use the tool, you read the book and you go, mm. oh, that's OK. Mm, interesting if you learn how to use the financial calculator and read the book again, you go, Oh, <laughs> it's a great book. <laughs> so, so don't bother with that until you learn how to use it. And I will tell you that this book you want to get from Gary Johnston with a T.com. If you don't add the T, you're going to get the guy who should have been president last time. <laughs> um, and it's a lot cheaper buying from Gary than it is buying from Amazon or eBay or any of those places because they're sold at a premium. And the best part is that if you buy it at Gary's site, then uh, Jimmy's Widow Cricket gets a little bit of that cash, and, and mm. she deserves all the help we can. Last but not least is the book that drives my current business, and this is Deals on Wheels by Lonnie Scrubs.
2: Mm.
1: And back around 2013, it got really, really hard to find good rental houses as cheap as I was spoiled in the habit of buying them. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for something to do and whining at one of the meetups I I was attending. And somebody said, well, you really need to go talk to Tim King and learn about Lonnie deals. He's doing Lonnie deals in Orange County. And I said, what's a Lonnie deal? And I called Tim, we had a nice chat on the phone and he said, you got to go buy this book. So by the way, the way the place to buy Lonnie's book is on CashflowDepot.com. Uh, It's about 20 bucks there. Everywhere else, it's about 500 bucks. So -hmm. so you really want to buy it from from Cashflow Depot. But I read the book and and I said, gee, this is the same system I was doing on land back in 2005 when I got scared of my houses. Mm -hmm. And it is. It's the same, buy cheap, sell it for substantially more and carry the paper. That's the system in a nutshell. And but what I decided, and the reason I didn't go back to land is I think when the, when the market constriction happens again, mm. because it's going to happen again, it's not, it's not if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. It's a cycle. It all Real estate goes up and down. Overall, mm. eventually it goes up, but up and down is consistent. I think that people will fight to keep their mobile home that houses their family unlike fighting to keep the the piece of land you bought because someday it might be worth something or because someday you might build something there. So that's why I haven't gotten back into land and the the returns on this investment class are spectacular. Mm. So Mm. those are the three books that I would recommend to anybody starting out.
0: Awesome. 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 So, so would you say, um, are any of those people, one of the most influential people um, in your life, or would you say someone else?
1: I would, well, boy, most influential. I'd have to start with the guy that I went to work for when I was 14, who ran the snack bars uh, at the swimming pools and in the high school football games in Riverside. His name was Robert Clark. Mm. And Robert Clark was a dyed in the wool, hardcore John Birch conservative. Mm. And the, he, he constantly tried to teach me things that, that I just was too young to understand at the time I needed to get smacked upside the head a few times to get it. And the one main lesson I learned from him was that ownership is irrelevant. Control is everything. Mm. And he tried so hard to teach me that lesson. And I, I didn't really learn that lesson until well after he had passed away, mm. but he was really influential in my life. Um, I have to mention, Bill Tan, because Bill Tan opened my eyes to the financial calculator, mm. and as I said, that's the difference between stumbling through a house with a candle and having one of those giant LED flashlights that just lights it lights it up like the sun shining in the house. So that's Bill Tan. He's still with us. He's still teaching. He he runs the LA RIA group on Meetup. Mm. Uh, a phenomenal, phenomenal, great-hearted man. Awesome. Next person. Next person. I have to to put up there's going to be jimmy napier hmm. um dearly miss jimmy we lost him last oh. year or the year before uh, i was very blessed that i got to go spend about four hours on his carport with with him in, in cricket just sitting and, and talking and talking about family and real estate and investing and really really a phenomenal phenomenal investigator they're Uh, investor, negotiator. Mm. Uh, There are very few people who I would be scared to negotiate with. (laughs) And Jimmy is absolutely at the top of that list. And if you were to sit down across the table from Jimmy and try to negotiate something, as you left thinking you had done a really, really great (laughs) transaction and come out on top of it, I tell you, you should unzip your fly and reach in and make sure you still have <laughs> underwear because you probably got traded out of and you didn't notice it when he was that good a negotiator good wow. old boy you yeah. know there's a there's a country and western song about uh some spurs and, and he the the guy's the guy's father or, grand, or grandfather had been given these spurs from this famous gunfighter that that had called him out and and the line that's the end of the, somewhere towards the end of the song, the, the dying gunfighter said, how was I to know you could shoot that that fast when you talk so all slow? <laughs> <laughs> that's Jimmy. He, he could talk really slow, but he could sure, sure mm. structure deals. Just an amazing, amazing man. Mm. And of course, the one that's available to us still is Peter Fortunato. Mm. Um, Peter is the most creative real estate mind in existence in the United States today, and I dare anybody to put up anyone who's as, as creative as he is at deal structuring and negotiating and teaching the important lessons of to succeed in this business, learn to care about people. The more you care about people, the more you serve people, the more successful you will be. There's a reason that McDonald's makes more hamburgers than anybody else. It's because they serve more people. The more, the more you're willing to serve, the more successful you will be.
0: Oof! you're preaching the gospel right there. Well, awesome. You. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So we're, all right. Let, I'll uh, pass the plate. <laughs> I got to get my financial calculator, man. I got to uh, put in, know how much I'm going to put in. So, <laughs> so here we are now we're at the, uh, the closing table, which is our last three questions. And we're just, that's what we like to call it, the closing table. And okay here is one of the questions. What, what is the most important lesson that you've learned over your career of investing?
1: Oh, the most important lesson that I've learned is that price is irrelevant. And that's a really, really hard lesson to learn. It's a hard lesson to teach and you've taken my class. So we talk about the million dollar house mm-hmm. and, and, And I teach the million dollar house because that is such a great lesson going forth on what the realities are. I mean, what you can create, what what you can do if you learn that price is irrelevant. If you're going to own a house for a long time, price is irrelevant. I, I hear people saying, oh, there's no way to buy a good rental house today because prices are obscene and prices are obscene. But you can still buy a good rental house if you can solve somebody's problem and get Mm -hmm. terms that your Mm -hmm. tenants can afford. So that's the most important lesson I've learned over the years. Awesome. 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 And
0: here's our last question before we ask you to close out, close this out. What is one question you wished I've asked that you wish that you could have answered?
1: Oh what should you do going forward to to be successful in our current, in our current economic reality? Well, what (laughs) can we, what
0: can we do to be successful?
1: (laughs) Number one thing, and by the way, we should do another one of these just on the, this, how to build your self-directed IRA account. Okay. Um, Fully fund your retirement accounts. We're all going to be old someday. Mm. If, if you're in your twenties and you, and you do what it takes you limit your expenses or increase your income to where you can put $500 a month into your Roth IRA, do that. And if you can invest and make 15%, which is easy to do, don't believe what these, these mutual fund people tell you. Mm -hmm. If you just bought tax lien certificates in Arizona and Florida, you're going to make 15% consistently. 15%? What's that?
0: 15%. Absolutely. To some people, that's outrageous.
1: Yeah, it's the government. They're always outrageous. <laughs> 15% easy money. If you do that for 50 years, you will have $69 million when you're when you're 50 years older than you are today. And that's not 70. 75 is not old.
2: Mm. Trust me. Mm.
1: That's not far. It's not old. I have too many friends that are 90 and still running around playing pickleball. <laughs> If you wait one year to start, it costs you $10 million. Mm. How important is the first year of your investing? And if you haven't filed your taxes yet, you can still fund 2021's IRA. Right up to if you extend October while you're trying to save up that $6,000, you can put it in until you file your taxes. So youngsters out there, fund your IRAs. Awesome awesome the legendary Andy
0: Teasley where can our listen th- listeners find out more about you online
1: I have a well I have a website but it's the redheaded stepchild and I, I've got a, a, <laughs> a man who's taking over web webmaster duties who is routinely busting my chops because he needs pictures right. and information and one thing Andy really sucks at is before and after pictures so uh, we'll get it going at some point. So, the, the best way right now is to shoot me an email mm-hmm. at Guy at Yahoo.com and ask for my free weekly newsletter. You will get three calculator questions, the answer to last week's three calculator questions, upcoming vetted education. That's good classes by good instructors. They don't have a table at the back of the room to run you back to. There's no upsell, no $50,000 mentoring programs, none of that garbage just good solid information and it's affordable and high value and you will have a list of all the exchange meetings i attend i attend several every week Uh, sometime but something between three and six meetings a week doing exchanges because there's so much knowledge to be gained by attending uh, exchange meetings on a regular basis
0: awesome the legendary once again the legendary andy teasley thank you for coming uh we'd love to have you back and tell us how we're not retiring correctly because I'm eager to hear more about that uh i mean i I know enough about it but i i want i wanna i want the audience to know what I know because once I heard it once I heard what you can do with your self-directed ira I mean yeah. poss- possibilities yeah. are limitless especially retirement've goodness gracious so that being said nice. thank
1: you it's nice to not have to get out of bed in the morning if you don't feel like it. Andy, we want to have you back. We well, want to have any time, Carlos. Back. You know that. Just give me a call.
0: Absolutely. All right. We're signing out.
1: Thank you. Bye bye.
0: All right, guys, that was the remarketing podcast. Thank you for watching another episode and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.